Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. Zach here. So excited to be able to spend some time with you today. Y'all, it's Friday. It's a good day. It means we're going to have a balling weekend. We're going to live blessed. It's going to be good. Listen, maybe your week sucked, but listen, I'm praying. I'm believing that your weekend is going to be so, so good. And I, hey, I've got to give a shout out um, to all my Dirty Devotional family. Y'all, I have something really exciting coming up. Um, I, I probably shouldn't even talk about it, but I'm going to. Um, I tend to overshare. Uh, and so one of the things I'm going to be working on over the course of the next week is opening up a uh, Facebook group um, for my Dirty Devotional family. Um, one of the things that I've really been wanting to do is to figure out, is trying to figure out how to build a community around the people of this podcast. And um, I'm going to be working on that this weekend, next week. Um, that way we can put everyone in the same place so I can hear about where you're struggling. Um, I can hear about things that you need prayer for. We can be a support for one another. I can give you some inside scoops of things that are happening with the podcast, with merchandise, devotionals that are going to be coming out this year, um, all of that. But I just want to figure out a way to kind of get you guys closer um, so that I can give you everything I've got so I can learn more from you as well. And um, I'm going to be working on that this week. So I'm so excited. So if you have questions about that, shoot me a message um, on Instagram at Z underscore chill, C-H-I-L, or you can follow us um, at Dirty Devotionals. But either way, um, I would love for you to be a part of that. And if you want me to share more, I can't because I honestly don't know much more than that. Um, but I'm still recovering from being sick. So <clears throat> you may occasionally hear me cough. Um, so I do apologize for that. But today I wanted to talk um, more about 1 Samuel, uh, specifically 1 Samuel chapter 8. <clears throat> and in 1 Samuel chapter 8, basically what has happened is Eli the priest is dead. Samuel has stepped up, has become kind of the main prophet for all of Israel. And um, the Ark of the Covenant was taken, now it's back. Uh, Israel has turned back to the Lord. We talked about that during the uh, our last podcast. And now... Israel was demanding a king. Um, they are kind of like, we need someone to lead us. We need to have a point person. Um, we we need this to happen. Now, and reading this, it may not, hearing it, it may not seem like that big, big of a deal. But up to this point, Israel um, had one person who led them, and that was God. That they had direct access through God, through the priest, um, to be able to lead them. And now they're saying, hey, we don't want that. We want a king. And we want to be like all the other territories, all the other uh, tribes around us. And this is a pretty insulting thing to God. And they tell that Samuel, Samuel goes to God and God says, okay, but tell them this. And basically like, just know like this king, if you want him, he's going to take the best of your land. He's going to take your daughters. He's going to take um, your crops. He's going to take a share of everything you've got. Um in order to be able to do what he does as king, and the people don't care. The people are like, I don't care. Um, we want a king. Give us a king. And the and God answers it, and he doesn't say, you know what, screw them. They're idiots. He says, uh, give them a king. 
And so that's what ends up happening. And I was reading this today and I just, there's a kind of a question I was thinking about and I wanted to ask you, and that is, does God get what God wants or do we get what we want? Does God get what God wants or do we get what we want? Based on this passage, um, I would say that my, my thoughts change. I think it, it would be easy for all of us, anyone who would say that they are a good, you know, born again Christian would be like, you know, God, God's sovereignty, God gets what God wants. Um, that if God wants it, he's going to get it. And then I read passages like this and I'm like, God obviously did not want to do this. Um, God did not want to put a king in place. Um, God wanted the Israelites to lean in and trust in him. And yet they, God gives them a king. And one of the things that I love about this passage is the fact that God is just over and over again displays himself as a gentleman um, when it comes to his people. That that God says, you know what, this isn't the best for you. Um, there's something more, but because you aren't going to trust me otherwise, um, I'm going to give you this and use it to the best of my advantage, which he ends up doing. Um, he ends up uh, giving them a king and later Jesus comes and he's the king of kings. Um, but I want you to hear me say this, that God, that God genuinely, genuinely wants to be a part of your life. Um, that, that in this story that God is willing to give them something that may not even be the best simply because he loves them and because they want it. Now, I want to ask you this question. Is there things in your life that maybe you are asking God, um, to give you that aren't going to be the best for you? That at the end of the day, like if if you do get it, that it's not going to be helpful for you. You know, a very easy example of this is a dating relationship. Like if you're single when you're listening to this, if you're currently trying to start over, um, you could be asking God, God, give me someone, give me a new guy, give me a girl, let it be the right one. Like, and I want you to know that when the people are asking for a king, they're not asking for a bad king, they want a good king. And just like I know when you're asking for something, you're not asking for it to be detrimental to your life. Um, you're asking it because you genuinely think it's going to make you better. But what I think we have to do is we have to be honest with ourselves and say, is there any, like, do I really need this? Like, God, if I just leaned more into you, um, Lord, would I eventually find all these things on, on the other, in, like on the other side of it? Um, there's a verse in the New Testament um, when it says, uh, I'm going to butcher it, uh, but Jesus says it, he says, um, uh, basically put the kingdom of God first, um, pursue the kingdom of God, like let that be the priority and all these things will be given to you. Now, all these things I believe is all these things that, um, our heart desires and these things that we want. So many times what we do is we say, God, I want all these things first. And then I'm going to come back to your kingdom. A very easy way to look at that is when right before you go on a roller coaster, you pray that, you know, God, if I survive this roller coaster, I'll give my life to you. Everyone else prayed that prayer, just me, of course. Um, But it's very similar. It's like, God, if you do this, then I'll be yours. When I think God is constantly trying to help us see like, hey, if you chase me, if you say, God, I'm yours, then all of these things will come. I really do believe that that when it comes to that question, does God get what God wants or do we get what we want? I really think that it comes down to we get what we want unless we choose to allow God to get what he wants. That the the burden and blessing of free will is that we can make mistakes, that we can ask for wrong things. 
And I constantly have to check my heart and I can't, I want to challenge you to constantly check your heart to say, God, um, am I chasing you or am I chasing something else? Because God, if I pursue your kingdom first, if I pursue your heart, knowing you more, then all of these things will come with it. And so again and again, I want to challenge you and I want to challenge myself to how can we keep our eyes on God, believing that he can open the doors for everything that we want, that he knows the desires of our heart. The Bible says that, and we're going to trust him in that. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today. Thank you for every person listening to this. Um, Lord, I pray that you bless them. I pray that they would find favor in your life. I pray that they would fall in love with you. Um, and Lord, that they would be blown away with their, with what happens in their world when they pursue you first. Lord, we thank you that you're a gentleman, that you don't force us into anything, but that you, you slowly walk with us and help us see what's best. Lord, we love you for that. Lord, we ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.